Hello and welcome to another episode of Unqualifying Sessions with me, Amy. Now, as promised in my last episode, this episode, episode three, we're going to talk a little bit more about the drivers and the teams. Now, we only have just over a week before we hear lights out and away we go, as well as Drive to Survive is coming out, comes out today actually, the day that this episode goes live, and we started testing yesterday. Oh, it has been a good week for Formula One fans. So, with the new season, the new series of Drive to Survive, I thought there might be some new fans who might just want to know a little bit more about the drivers on the grid, the teams that they're in, or there just might be some people who want to know just a little bit more about or a refresher on the driver's time in F1. So I thought, let's do it. Let's get the information out there. So that's enough of me rambling. Let's talk about the 10 teams on the grid and the people behind them. There are some changes from last year and there is a returning face or two to the grid. So here is your 2022 lineup. Okay, so let's start with Alpha Romeo. We're going to go in alphabetical order of teams here. So, Alpha Romeo has had ties to Formula One going right back to the very start in 1950. However, the team as we know it today was formerly Sauber, and Sauber's very first team entry was back in 1993. Alpha has a whole new driver lineup this year with Valtteri Bottas and Guan Yu Zhou. This will be Guan Yu Zhou's very first year in Formula 1, after coming third in the F2 Championships in 2021. Bottas, on the other hand, came into sport in 2013, initially driving for Williams, before going to Mercedes for the 2017 season after Nico Rosberg retired. Bottas has scored 10 race wins and 67 podiums. His highest scoring position in the driver's standing was second in 2019 and 2020. Overall, Alfa Romeo came ninth place in the Constructors' Championship in 2021. Now, from one Alfa to another Alfa, we have Alfa Tauri. Now, Alfa Tauri started as Minardi in 1985 before becoming Tor Rosso in 2006. Now, This team has been used as a way to promote talent from Red Bull's infamous driver academy before they move on to bigger teams or onto a Red Bull seat. There was a name change in 2020 to Alpha Tauri from Toro Rosso. Now, last year was Yuki Tsunoda's very first year in Formula 1 after finishing third in the F2 Championship. Tsunoda went on to score 32 points last year, placing him 14th in the driver's standings overall. Now, his teammate is Pierre Gasly. Pierre was called up in 2017 for his F1 debut in Malaysia in place of Daniel Kvyat. Then, for 2018, he was named a driver for Toro Rosso. He was part of the Red Bull Driver Academy as well, just to point that out. In 2019, he spent the first part of the year in the big team in Red Bull. However, after summer break, he was moved back to Toro Rosso. Through his time in F1, Pierre Gasly has scored one race win and three podiums. His highest scoring position in the driver standing was 7th in 2019. Overall, AlphaTauri came 6th in 2021 in the Constructors. 
Now we're going to move on to Alpine. Now Alpine was formerly known as Renault and they made their debut back in 1986. Renault did have a short break in the sport but returned in 2016 with the takeover of Lotus before changing its name to Alpine in 2021. Esteban Ocon had his first F1 debut in 2016 with the Manor team from the Belgian Grand Prix onwards. In 2017, he became a driver for Force India. However, he was out of the seat in 2019 when Force India became Racing Point and he was replaced by Lance Stroll. However, he was only away for the grid for a year because in 2020 he joined Renault. Ocon has two podiums including a race win and his highest scoring position in the driver standing was 8th back in 2017. Now his teammate is Fernando Alonso who is a two-time world champion. Um, he made his debut back in 2001 with Minardi. However, he did not drive in 2002 but returned in 2003 all the way through to 2018 where he retired at the end of the season, but Alonso came back for 2021. Now, Alonso won his two championships in 2005 and 2006 with Renault. Through the years, Alonso has also driven for McLaren, then he drove for Renault again, then he went to Ferrari, then he went back to McLaren, and then he went to Renault, which is now Alpine, throughout his time. He's gone back and forth quite a bit. Alonso has... 32 wins and 98 podiums under his belt. Overall last year, Alpine came fifth in their constructors. Next, we move on to Aston Martin. Now, Aston Martin joined Formula One over 50 years ago, but when they initially joined, they uh, weren't very lucky. They only lasted five races. But the Aston Martin team, as we know it today, has had so many names we've had jordan's force india racing point and some other team names in between lance stroll joined formula one in 2017 with williams then after his father lawrence stroll led the consortium that took over force india midway through the 2018 it then transformed to racing point so lance obviously moved with his father so he joined racing point for 2019 and he stayed with the team up until now and then last year in 2021 Racing Point became Aston Martin. Through his time in F1 Stroll has picked up three podiums with his highest scoring position of 11th in the driver standing back in 2020. Next we move on to Sebastian Vettel who is another world champion and doesn't really need much of an introduction. I mean he is a four time back to back world champion. And this was achieved for the years 2010 to 2013. Vettel was part of the Red Bull Academy and joined the sport in 2007, where he spent the first part of the year with BMW Sauber and then moved on to Toro Rosso. In 2009, he joined the big team Red Bull, where a year later he would win his first championship. However, for the 2015 season, he moved to Ferrari before joining Aston Martin for the 2021 season. Throughout his career, Vettel has managed to score get ready for this, 122 podium finishes and 53 race wins, which is crazy. Aston Martin finished 7th last year in the Constructors' Championship. 
Now we're going to move on to Ferrari, which has been part of Formula One since its inception back in 1950 and is the only team to have competed in every season. Ferrari is arguably one of the most recognised names in Formula One and has won the most championships, which is a total of 16. Charles Leclerc joined Formula One in 2018 with Sauber after a huge success in GP3 and F2. After a fantastic performance in Sauber, Leclerc joined Ferrari for the 2019 season. Leclerc has had a total of 13 podiums and two race wins, with his highest scoring position being fourth in the World Drivers' Championship in 2019. Next, we move on to Carlos Sainz, who joined the F1 grid in 2015 with Toro Rosso. He was a number, another member of the Red Bull Academy. He then moved to Renault towards the end of 2017 before joining McLaren in 2019. During his time at McLaren, he managed to earn his very first podium, which was in 2019. Sainz joined Ferrari for the 2021 season, where he scored his highest position in the championship, fifth. Sainz has had a total of six podiums and I'm sure he's hoping to win his very first race this year. Ferrari came third overall last year in the Constructors' Championship. Next, we move on to Haas. Now, Haas only joined the sport in 2016 and was the first time in roughly 30 years that an American team had joined F1. Haas had a whole new driver lineup for 2021 and opted to focus predominantly on their 2022 car during that year. Mick Schumacher, who is the son of seven-time world champion Michael Schumacher, joined in the 2021 season. Schumacher is a member of the Ferrari Driver Academy and will also be a Ferrari reserve driver for the 2022 season. Mick had really good success in his junior career, winning the F3 title in 2018 and the F2 title in 2020 before joining F1. Mick finished 19th in the 2021 season with a highest race finish being 12th. Now, due to Russia's invasion of Ukraine, it has been announced that Hass's main sponsor, Uralkali, will no longer be part will no longer be the title sponsor. And also due to this, Nikita Mazepin's contract has been terminated with Haas as well. It has now been announced that Kevin Magnussen will be returning to the team for the 2022 season. Magnussen joined F1 in 2014 with McLaren after being part of their Young Drivers programme. Magnussen went to Renault in 2016 before moving to Haas in 2017, where he stayed until the end of the 2020 season. He's now back with Haas for 2022 with the announcement made on the 19th of March. Oh, the 9th of March, sorry. Not the 19th. Well, that would be in the future. Crazy. (laughs) His best finish in Formula 1 was 9th in the championship, which he scored back in 2018. Haas, like I said, spent most of their time last year focusing on their 22 car. So last year they finished 10th in the Constructors. Next, we move on to McLaren, who apparently are, well, last year were voted a fan favourite team. I can't remember where that was from. If I can find it, I will link it. But they got voted a fan favourite team. And they have a long history in Formula One as well. They joined Formula One back in 1966. 
Through the years, McLaren have managed to score eight world championships. They're currently tied third with Mercedes for the most number of world championships won. So let's speak about the drivers. We have Lando Norris, who joined the sport and the team in 2019. Norris has continuously proved throughout his time at McLaren and has recently signed a new long-term deal with McLaren, seeing him with the team until the end of 2025. Last year was Norris's best season, finishing sixth place overall and scoring four out of his five career podiums. He also scored his highest finish of second place in Monza, being part of the only 1-2 of the season. Next we have Daniel Ricciardo, or should I say Daniel Ricciardo AM? Yeah, don't forget that, he's Daniel Ricciardo AM now, which is crazy. Good for Daniel. Anyway, Daniel Ricciardo started his career in 2011, joining HRT partway through the season. Ricardo was also another member of the Red Bull Academy. And then for 2012, Ricardo spent his year at Toro Rosso before replacing Aussie Mark Webber at Red Bull for 2014. Ricardo then mo- made the move to Renault in 2019 before joining McLaren for 2021. Ricardo has scored 32 podiums and eight race wins during his time in Formula One and his highest scoring place in the World Drivers' Championship was third, which he scored back in 2014 and 2016. Last year, McLaren came fourth overall in the Constructors. Next, we move on to the team, which has, which McLaren are currently tied with for the most Constructors wins. Oh, that was, got a bit confused there. And that is Mercedes. Now, Mercedes' first team entry was in 1970, but The team, as we know it today, started back in 2010. Now, Mercedes has won eight consecutive, yeah, consecutive Constructors titles, including the 2021 title. So, joining the team for 2022, we have George Russell, who began his F1 career in 2019 along with Lando Norris and Alex Albon, where he joined Williams. Now, Russell was part of the Mercedes Junior Programme, which he joined in 2017. Russell also replaced Hamilton in 2020 when he had COVID, showing his amazing talent in Sakir while replacing Hamilton. 2021 was Russell's best season yet, coming 15th overall and scoring one podium from Spa from his position of second in qualifying. Next, we have Sir Lewis Hamilton, can't forget the sir he is sir lewis now and he joined formula one in 2007 with mclaren he was also part of the mclaren young drivers program on his debut he came second overall in the drivers championship since then lewis has gone on to win seven world drivers championships currently the most joint with michael schumacher his first world driver championship was back in 2008 Lewis stayed at McLaren until the end of 2012 before going to Mercedes, where he has won six of his seven championships. Hamilton currently holds the record for the most wins, which is 103, the most pole positions, which is also 103, and the most podium finishes, which is 182. Those numbers are absolutely extraordinary. My, my mind can't even 
think like I, I can't that's amazing well done Lewis that's why you are Sir Lewis Hamilton <laughs> like I said Mercedes won the constructor championship for 2021 next we move on to Red Bull now Red Bull formally entered Formula One as a team in 2004 but had been part of the Formula One scene for a very long time. From the years 2010 to 2013, they won both the World Drivers' Championship and the Constructors' Championship as well. Now, Sergio Perez entered the sport in 2011, where he joined Sauber. Perez has also raced for McLaren in 2013 and then moved to Force India, where he stayed with the team and their name changes up until the end of 2020. In 2021, Perez moved to Red Bull, being the first driver since Mark Webber to not come from Red Bull's academy. Perez has earned his title as the Mexican Minister of Defence during the 2021 season and has scored 15 podiums and two race wins throughout his career. Perez's highest scoring finish in the Drivers' Championship was fourth in 2020 and 2021. Next, we have the current world champion Max Verstappen, who entered F1 to be the youngest competitor ever at just 17. Like many, he was, red, he was part of Red Bull's infamous academy and started off his time in Toro Rosso, which he joined in 2015. Halfway through the 2016 season, Verstappen joined Red Bull, where he has stayed and is due to stay until the end of 2028. In 2016, Zappen came the youngest race winner at just 18 and 228 days, if we're being precise. And yeah, that is the youngest ever race winner in Formula 1, which is crazy, just 18. Wow. Max has had 20 race wins and 60 podiums during his time in F1. And like I mentioned, Max Verstappen won the World Drivers' Championship in 2021. Red Bull overall came second in the constructors last year. Okay, and last but certainly not least, we have Williams. Now, Williams has been part of Formula One for the last four decades and was started by the late Sir Frank Williams. Williams has won nine world championships during their time in F1, and that makes them the team with the second most championships won. Here we have Alex Albon who is making his return to F1 this year after his time as a test and reserve driver for Red Bull in 2021. Alex is another member of the Red Bull's Drivers Academy. Like I said, there, there's quite a few on the grid. Um, Albon joined F1 in 2019 with Toro Rosso. However, after summer break, he replaced Pierre Gasly in the main Red Bull seat. Unfortunately, he was dropped at the end of 2020 and replaced by Perez. But like I said he spent his 2021 time being a test and reserve driver for Red Bull. During his initial time in F1, Albon scored two podiums with Red Bull and his highest position in the World Driver Championship was seventh, which he scored in 2020. His teammate is Nicholas Latifi, who joined Formula One after coming in second place in the 2019 F2 Championship. Latifi graduated to F1 in 2020, where he joined the Williams team. Latifi's highest race finish has been seventh and finished 17th in 2021, which was an improvement from his 2020 season. 
overall Williams came eighth in the championship in 2021. Okay, so that is all of your teams and all of your drivers for the 2022 season or Formula One. Hope you maybe you learned something or maybe just wanted to hear a little bit about the history of the drivers and a little bit about the teams. Um, I feel like I did a bit of a roll call or a roundup. I kind of feel like I should have put it in a song, like, you know, in Encanto, the very first song, you know, welcome to the family, Madrigal. You know, I could have maybe done that, but, you know, I am not Lin-Manuel Miranda, so I, I haven't got the lyrics for that. But, um... Yes, I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you learned something. Um, like I said today, that the episode is going out. Um, Drive to Survive is out. I am having a binge watch with some friends. So I'm very excited about that. Um, let me know what you're doing if you're watching Drive to Survive, if you like Drive to Survive or not. Um, we're also very close to the start of Formula One next week on Sunday. The race will begin I'm so excited. I honestly cannot wait um, to start talking about the races and what's going on and all the things that are happening. Um, but yes, I hope you enjoyed that. I hope you learned something. I will be doing episode about Drive to Survive because I know that's very popular and I want to, you know, talk about it, discuss it, get those opinions, our thoughts, our feelings. Was it too dramatised? Was it not enough dramatised? how did it portray the ending of the season, you know, all that good stuff. But anyway, I hope you enjoyed. I hope you have a lovely weekend, whatever you're doing, and I will see you in the next one. Bye!